0: Now it's time for some baseball talk on Fighting Phillies Podcast. Here's Rich Baxter and Jim Murray bringing you the latest Phillies news, interviews, and analysis. Hello everyone and welcome to Phillies Talk Podcast for April 12, 2015. My name is Rich. And my name is Jim. And hello Jimmy and welcome to uh this edition of Phillies Talk and we have some uh good things to talk about yeah. with the Phillies <laughs> so far.
1: Yeah, it's uh amazing. They're three and two. Uh they've already gu- uh, they're already guaranteed a winning uh, to b- win the series against the nationals. And Rich last night's game was weird. Uh, Cole Hamels pitched well. He, he he threw one bad pitch and a guy took him in the on But you know what's funny, he, he gives up a lot of home runs. Man, I'll tell you, he's he, um, he he gives them a really a lot of home runs. And uh, but uh, other than that, he pitched very well. There was a lot of you know positive signs. And uh, then they come out. They come out like they did the night before, late innings, and they tie it up. Uh, I thought Howard's. Did you see Ryan Howard's? hit? I thought it was a home run.
0: Yeah, he's been flirting with some long balls already this season, but. Uh, he, he hasn't been able to connect and come through with him yet. No,
1: no, but he did knock in the, you know, he knocked the run in, and, you know, they. Um, I, what I like is what uh, Carlos Ruiz did in the 10th inning. They had a medium-sized fly ball. He was at first base, and he tied up and went to second. And, and then he scored, you know, he ended up scoring the winning run. But without that, and then Ben Revere, oh, I know you're not a big Ben Revere fan, but he made a great throw yesterday. Uh guy, I think the guy fly out if I recall and it was like a medium-sized fly ball to left and of course Ben's played center field and he threw a, a one hop to uh, Ruiz and the guy was out by 10 feet. Uh and that, you know, that saved the run and that turned out to be the play, you know, that won. It, so
0: Yeah, well, there's new heroes for the Phillies emerging and as you said, Jimmy, yeah, that was a nice throw. Uh, The Nationals made a good throw on Utley, too. They got him out at home last night. It was a well-fought battle, I thought. Uh, The Phillies hung in there thanks to uh, Cole Hamels. He put in a long seven-inning game. And as you said, Jimmy, he didn't get victimized uh, by the home run ball in this game as he did in the first game. I mean, we haven't done a podcast now for about 10 days, so we have a lot to catch up with the Phillies. But uh Cole Hamels got rocked his first time out against the Red Sox giving up four home runs on the day. And uh who would have thought that, Jim? Uh, we usually think of Cole Hamels as somebody that's solid and goes out there and gives the Phillies a chance to win, but not so on his first game with against the Red Sox.
1: Right. And the funny thing about that, they said he he's a slow starter. He he's got a losing record career against, you know, in April and in May, he's really good. But how about the job Mr. Aaron Harang did the other night? He did, he pitched phenomenally and Jerome Williams pitched very well the other uh on Friday night against the Nationals, gave up one hit one run, uh, and he looked pretty good. So, you know, I don't know, And it's just the early season. Um they got a kiddo Solomon pitching today against uh Scherzer, who is their ace but and Rich I look at it this way. If they lose three to two and he pitches five innings pitches well, Okay, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to give a nice nod to Harang. He would have been starting today. Uh, The Phillies had that four-man rotation going. Uh, Today's game, of course, the last in the uh, series with the Nationals, but he's been pushed back to tomorrow, uh, where he will open up with the New York Mets in New York at the home opener with the Mets. And uh, Jim, uh, they brought up Sean O'Sullivan, who was 0 and 1 last year in 2014. Uh, not used very much by the Phillies. Been in the minors for a while, but we've seen him before. He can come in and and give the Phillies possibly a nice start today.
1: Yeah, I think so. But I, you know, every time I see these young kids, whatever happened to Pettibone? Uh, did he just fade? or Did he retire? Is he just? Did he? Was he just a flash in the pan or what? Because David Buchanan did not pitch well the other day.
0: Yeah, uh, Pettibone is still injured. He's uh, still coming off an uh, injury. Uh, so he may be back in the rotation at some point in the Phillies lineup, Jimmy. But, yeah, so far, I don't think we can complain. The Phillies currently in second place. I've seen a lot of tweets this morning uh, with that fact that the Phillies uh, live in large so far. Uh <laughs> in the NL East, uh, ahead of the New York Mets, uh, who is right behind them, uh, two and three on the season so far, and it's a young season so far, with the Nationals expected to win the NL East, Jim, they're currently only one and four, though, so uh, the Nationals sorely missing Jason Wirth, uh Anthony Rendon, and Denard Spann, so we haven't really seen the real Nationals in this series.
1: Right, and, uh, and the Phil's go to Washington next week, so... You know, get them now. <laughs> but Rick, yep. what about that question? That puzzles me. Last year, Mets were not a good baseball team. The Phillies were six and thirteen against the Mets. What a, what in the world happened last year?
0: Well, we'll have to leave that to last year. Um, it's hard to say. I'm, I'm looking forward to 2015 myself. I, I don't even want to think about. The last two years of the Phillies, Uh, they've been very kind of depressing, Uh, not what we've been used to by the team. And I just want to remain optimistic so far in the early part of the season. I know it's going to be a long, hard season for the Phillies. Everybody uh, and their brother picks them to finish dead last in the NL East, if not the whole MLB, but so far, Jim, I'm pretty surprised. I haven't seen that last place finish in them.
1: I've been I've been pleased. I mean, you know, realistic, honest, honesty, Rich. Like I said, 75 wins, that would be a good year for them. Uh, And let's let's face facts. If 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 they go, if the Phillies go, I have a friend of mine who's a diehard Atlanta Braves fan, and uh, they're off to a good start. But he was telling me that. Uh he, him and I make predictions. We just, you know, they've been doing it for years. He said the Phillies are going to win 82 games this year. I said, if they win 82 games, Sandberg should get manager of the year.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> as we talked about uh, uh, previous podcasts, I don't know if you heard this one, Jim, but Las Vegas has odds out on the first manager to be fired. Uh, they're, they take bets on it at the sports book out there in Sandberg. Las Vegas. All. Of- Sandberg is the number one pick. He's the odds-on favorite for the first manager to be fired. Oh, I don't think that would happen.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think Ruben Amaro would be the higher odds to get canned first. Uh,
0: well, yeah, this this is yeah. just managers. Well,
1: I don't though. Eh, MLB know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. He's he's only now he managed to what a quarter of the year to the year before last year was his first full year. To be honest with you. I would, you know, who I'd like to see be the manager of the Phillies, Mike Schmidt. I think Mike Schmidt would do a good job. I don't think he wants it. Larry Boa um, is a good manager. The, the players don't like him because he tells them what he thinks. But uh, Boa would be good. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, I still think, I don't think Sam would, to be honest with you, I don't think, I think you and I could do a better job. He, like, I watched some of the things that you, you brought up last year. And, uh, Boy, I'll tell you, he he, he does. He doesn't have the same lineup. He uh, um, I don't. Do you think they play as hard for him as they did for Charlie Manuel?
0: Uh, that's a good question. I I don't think they execute the fundamentals as good as they did uh, with Charlie Manuel. Of course, it was a gr- different group of players for the most part. Uh, but some of these newer players on the Phillies, like they tried to lay down a bunt. Last night, two or three times to move a runner over or score a run, possibly, from third. And they just couldn't do it. It was almost like uh, uh, the Bad News Bears type right. of situation. And these are not things that Major League players should be doing. Uh, we saw a couple of bunts going right back to the pitcher uh, when it should have been down the third base or the first baseline, actually. Probably more so to the first baseline, but... You know, just little fundamentals like that, and the Phillies are having a real hard time uh, pulling those type of fundamentals off.
1: They need they need uh, to work on them. And
0: the pitching, uh, what about the
1: pitching? What do you think, Rich? Uh, how's the bull I, I think Giles is wild. Um, this kid that got the win last night, McGowan, looked pretty good. Uh, but what's your assessment of of, of the pitch, of the the relief? Now I know that starting pitching. In my opinion, except for Buchanan, his one out uh, is has been pretty decent. Uh, what about the bullpen? What's your opinion of that?
0: Well, so far, just a few games into the season, I don't think you can really fault the bullpen all that much. They've kept the Phillies into games, as you said. Uh, Giles has been, um, you know, not exactly the closer that the Phillies think he is yet. But then you always have. Uh, Jonathan Papelbon to come in and pick up the pieces. Of course, the Phillies are paying him a bundle of money, but so far the Phillies bullpen uh, sands the um uh, implosion the other day, yeah, really. uh, and that's that's going to happen with the Phillies bullpen and, and any bullpen for that matter. But so far, I think you got to give them a, a solid B plus.
1: Yeah, they they've been doing. The offense is still very weak, um, and I don't know. You know, they try to, you know, he uses different catchers, and uh, did I see things last night, or was was Chase Utley playing first base?
0: Yeah, Utley uh, moved over to first base, and we had heard rumors of that last year, uh, should Ryan Howard be able to be moved, but he hasn't moved yet, and uh, maybe it's just some more toying around with this uh, lineup, and. Uh, they're trying to put the guys wherever they can to get a win. But uh, as we talked about earlier in the show, Jim, we're starting to see some new heroes emerge. Uh, last night, Odubel Hernandez uh, got his first Major League Baseball hit ever, uh, his first career hit. And, of course, it was the game-winning RBI. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of these first type of things with the Phillies and this team is back to where it was years ago before they were successful, so maybe some of these young guys can spark a, a few flames with the veterans and something good can come of it.
1: What do you think, Rich? Um, do you think they're to the, the, the young kids of the foundation, they're going to make some major sweeping changes? What are they going to come July at the All-Star break when they're mathematically eliminated from the pennant race, if, if they are? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're going to make some major deals? Do you think you'll recognize the team after you know the trading deadline? What, what do you think?
0: Well, I think the Phillies would still like to deal a couple of their big-named salaried players, Ryan Howard being the first uh, in line. But uh, beyond that, I don't think the emphasis is moving Cole Hamels anymore. I think Cole Hamels is going to stay uh, with the Phillies all year, and I could be wrong, but that's just my feeling. The Phillies do need an ace to have on the team uh, throughout the year, right? Uh, and I don't think they're just going to throw Cole Hamels away. No.
1: Now, Aaron Harang signed a one-year deal. If he goes 16 and 13, do they re-sign him?
0: 16 and 13? Yeah, well, I, I think. Even
1: if he goes, all right, let's let's be. even Let's say he wins 13. He goes 13 and 12. That's still, a, uh, that's still you know, 13 wins is pretty good. He's, his best, I think, ever in the majors is 14, isn't it?
0: I believe so. Harang's got that 12-and-12 12 12 type of career yeah, right, right. Uh, Statistics. So if he,
1: if he goes, say he wins 15 games for the Phils next year, do they re-sign him?
0: Well, he's 37 years old right now. Wow. I think if he gets and stays healthy all year, it's a possibility, but... Uh, You know, that remains to be seen. I think the Phillies are just sort of uh, taking one year at a time, obviously, with Harang. Uh, He did have 16 wins uh, back in 2006 with the Cincinnati Reds. What was his first year, Rich? He goes all the way back to 2002. He's been in the league for 14
1: seasons. The Reds?
0: Uh, He opened up with the Oakland A's out there in Oakland. Wow. Okay. So, Harang's been around for a while, but would he hang in for another year? I don't well, know.
1: That's, um, that's Ruben Amaro's kind of player, though. You know, it. 38 years old. Ah, we'll give you $10 million if you can win eight games. Generally. But uh, I see yesterday that Mr. Kendrick got lit up pretty well by the Cubs.
0: And actually, uh, I stand corrected. Uh, Harang will not be 37 till May 9th, so okay. he's got another month. <laughs> but... Um, what about the Cubs?
1: Uh, Mr. Kendrick got lit up by the Cubs yesterday.
0: Yeah, after a promising uh, opening day start with the uh, Rockies, yeah, he he reverted back to uh, <laughs> a bad start. But, well, he was
1: uh, pitching I... at home, and you know that that's a tough place to, you know. But uh, yeah, he uh, he got lit up pretty good. Well, um, what do you know about Mr. Billingsley? Is I know he'll be back in May. Is he? Uh, Is he like, you know, 18-game winner material? Not this year, of course, but if they sign him next year or not, Rich.
0: Well, Billingsley has the potential to still really pitch well. He's only uh, 30 years old. Oh, okay. And that's kind of young for the Phillies.
1: Yeah, really? He's a baby.
0: (laughs) But uh, he did win 16 games uh, for the Dodgers back in 2008, uh, and he, he was a Dodgers ace for a while there, so uh, it'll it'll remain to be seen if he can stay healthy. A lot of people are uh, wary of signing arms that have uh, been rehabilitated, although a lot of uh, pitchers have made it. A lot have failed after they come back, but the Phillies are taking a chance on him, and they're getting a bargain in the process. Right? Well, if he wins 15 for him, you know you
1: start tonight, or or 10. That's ten wins. Yeah, exactly. Look at Jerome Williams. If he pit, if he wins ten, twelve games for the Phillies, this sure that's a bargain, you know. So
0: yeah, the the Phillies are only paying him one point five million. The Dodgers owed him three million right. off of this contract. And here's a guy that's made almost fifty million dollars playing in a game of baseball, and he's only been in the league for uh, eight seasons now. Jesus. So. Mm-hmm. What it's a, it's to, a growth industry.
1: What happened to the Phillies? Remember, picture the Phillies had last year, and then they traded him to the Dodgers. We saw him, you know, I saw him pitch against Arizona, then they trade him. Uh, what a Spanish guy? What? Um, I think I know he wore twenty-seven. I don't remember his name. Whatever, is he still with the Dodgers? You know who I'm talking about?
0: Uh, I can look at his. At the roster right now for the Dodgers. No, I don't recall the pitcher you're uh, okay. referring to. All
1: right, all right. But uh, I see Mr. Bumgarner got lit up last night, too. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're all taking their turns, and uh, mm-hmm. as these pitchers are uh, taking the mound, sometimes you get a surprising result out yeah. of them. But what a- the Philly so far, Jimmy, uh, at the gate, uh, they have a lot of fans. I checked the Stubhubs. Uh, listening for today's game, and of course it's only the uh, opening weekend for the Phillies uh, at home and opening week, but uh, only a couple of hundred tickets remain, so the fan base are uh, firmly behind them.
1: Yeah, I think if they pay, if they play decently, they'll be okay. I think if they go, they have like a ten or twelve game losing streak, so you're gonna you're gonna see the mass exodus of the fans. So you know. but is Cliff Lee done, Rich?
0: That's a good question and I think the answer is probably yes until he decides to either have an operation or uh retire. That's his two alternatives, but so far we haven't heard anything from him. And as we said in our first podcast uh on April 1st, you know, he's hanging around, he's getting a big paycheck and he's going to hang around with the Phillies. He's he's going to put that money in the bank. It's $20 million. It's not like it's a uh, million dollars, Jim. That's yeah. a lot of money you're going to have to play out and sit out the year.
1: Right. What's going to happen, I think, my opinion is, he's going to be out the whole year, and then his contract's up this year, and they'll say, see, and then he'll just retire, you know, and he'll be rich. But Well,
0: he's already rich, well, but uh, I mean, next see,
1: And, uh, you know, don't get me started on these guys, you know, but it's just you know and a lot of guys I'm um, I'm I'm watching the, the the baseball a lot of a lot of arm injuries this year a lot of Tommy John surgery man alive I think uh uh Mr. Strasburg's not um he's still a good pitcher but he's not what he was Rich you know he um and like you said on a podcast before um or it was you or somebody else but certain guys come back from it. Uh, Ron Darling had it. He didn't come back. John Smoltz was never the same after he had it. Uh, certain guys you know, do well, certain guys don't.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, the Phillies open up the home opener against the New York Mets on Monday afternoon, Jimmy, and I think we're going to see a little bit better of a test for the Phillies in that series. Now, if they can do well in the Mets series, I think we have something to talk about more so uh, on our next podcast, but I think that's going to be their big test. How about you?
1: I think so. As bad as they did last year against the Mets, they couldn't buy a win.
0: Uh,
1: it seemed every time the Mets got a guy on base, they would score, and uh, yeah. And the Phillies had a weird. They only won six games against. Them. They won four in New York, but they only won two games. They were two and seven against the Mets at home last year, and haven't beaten the Mets at home since. Uh, Early May of last year, so they gotta you know they gotta you know really do well against their divisional foes, but yeah that uh and then they go to Washington Rich, for four games, and uh that I think is a key series. I think that series right there is gonna tell what their season's about if they split with Washington and can win that Met series two out of three, I think that, you know people will have hope uh if I've looked at the schedule, they got Miami and Atlanta, and then they go to St. Louis. And I think that's another big series. I think, you know, the Phil's have trouble with the Cornels. They always have.
0: Yes, they do. I'm looking uh, at the 2015 batting statistics for the New York Mets and uh, the upcoming home opener in New York. Uh, the Mets have had a power outage, Jimmy. Uh, they're currently 26th in all of baseball out of 30 teams, and batting average only 196 as a team. Wow.
1: What are the uh, 30th? <laughs>
0: Well, I can check that in a minute, but uh their on base percentage for the Phillies or actually for the Mets rather, uh two six four, they're twenty fourth and their slugging percentage for the Mets in this upcoming series against them. Uh two fifty two, they're dead last in the whole major league baseball, and that's not a good place to be. No, but watch them get well
1: against the I hope they don't get well against the Phillies, you know. Who's starting for them the moment?
0: Uh, Jacob DeGrom will be leading okay. off the, uh, mm-hmm. series for them, uh, mm-hmm. at home. Okay.
1: Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, first Phillies road game this year, and, uh, you know, Rich, how did they, last year, did they have a better record at home or on the road last year? I know they had a bad record at home.
0: The New York Mets you're talking about?
1: No, the, the Phillies. Did they win more games on the road or at home?
0: Yeah, the Phillies, uh, had a horrible year all together, uh, last year. Of course, but uh, you know that kind of thing happens when you don't <laughs> win games, and uh, you know the Phillies just have been floundering for the last several years.
1: When they were, when they were really good, they would get you know they like I said before, they would get the two out hit they need. You know they would get they would have uh, first and third two outs, they'd get a hit, or and uh, the last couple of years. Guy on ESPN, I think I forget who it was, said that the Phillies led the league and runners left on base.
0: Yep, uh, last year at home the Phillies were thirty-seven and forty-four. Wow! And on the road, thirty-six and forty-five.
1: Pretty consistent.
0: So, so they yeah they just about
1: yeah,
0: yeah yeah they equaled their their home yeah. and away record okay. yeah. with uh, being I'm, just about I'm, terrible.
1: I'm curious about how many one one games they did lose last year. They lost a lot of one one games and they you know, even if they can turn that around a little bit, that'd be a big difference. But that's the thing I think my opinion is, Rich, if they can get the big hit when they need it. They anybody can you know, you can come up with one out and hit a home run. Good. That's great. But with two outs and and run, and runners in scoring position, get you gotta get those hits. You get those hits and, you know, in 06, 7, 8, 9, and even in 2010, and 11, they they did that. They stopped doing it in 2012, pretty much. And look what they did. They were 81 and 81, and two year. You know, it was non-existent two years. Last year was a little bit better, but it's that, horrible, Rich.
0: Yes, it is. Well, we'll have to see what happens this year with the fills, and of course, we're optimistic as we've been saying. Uh, I wanted to let our listeners know, if you want to stop by the website, it's fightinphillies.com. You can read some blog posts throughout the week and in between our podcasts that we do here on Phillies Talk Podcast, Jimmy. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, just go to at fightinphillies. You can uh, find a lot of uh, posts and stories that I find throughout the week. I repost and some of the comments during the game that I post about. Uh, sometimes I get a little sarcastic, but I try not to be.
1: Well, sometimes. This, this seems to not make anybody sarcastic. But <laughs> no, um, You know, it, it, you've got to be a unique individual to be a Phillies fan, Rich.
0: Yes, you do. And uh, Phillies fans are, are really excited about this year. Aaron Harang opening up. The New York Mets season uh, tomorrow, April 13th. Let's uh, run through the starting pitchers real quick uh, before we wrap up the show for that series, Jim. Uh, Tuesday's game will be seven ten p.m. in New York. Matt Harvey called the Dark Knight up yeah. there in New York uh, <laughs> against David Buchanan, and oh, that boy. could be a lopsided game.
1: I think so. I think that's, you know... I don't know, Buchanan might crank up a good one, but I think he needs to go back down and get get more experience. Harvey's a great pitcher, so. Well, he had Tommy John, though, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, Wednesday's game, uh, April 15th, again at 7.10 p.m. at City Field. It'll be Jerome Williams uh, scheduled against Jonathan Neese, John Neese for the Mets. Uh, this, This could be a good series, Jimmy. I'm looking forward to it.
1: I am too, Rich. And I really think, you know, they can win two out of three pretty well if, they, as long as, you know, they keep playing like they have. That they, one thing I noticed about them early in the season—they're not quitting. They're—they—they got that fight in them, and that's what I like to see. Yeah,
0: they've—they've they've hung in there so far. They're—they're they're not throwing in the towel altogether. Of course, uh, you know, they've been getting a few key hits when they've needed it, and that's part of the key of earning a victory. Uh, right. Will it sustain itself? I don't know.
1: Well, opening, yes day was terrible. They looked like the old Phillies, but even in the loss, the six two loss, they were down six nothing and they, they had runners on every inning except they only got two runs, but uh so but opening day was terrible. That was, looked like the old Phillies, so but yeah we'll see Rich. It's gonna be a fun week. Oh pardon me. And uh our next podcast they'll be in Washington, so we'll see what yeah. happens.
0: Uh here's uh, your twenty fifteen Phillies uh Offense stats so far in relationship to the rest of the league. Uh, Phillies are 13th in run, or actually, I'm sorry, they scored 13 runs. They're 22nd uh, in the league so far. Uh, batting average, they're about middle, uh, 18th in the league with 210. Uh, On-base percentage, 0.2, <coughs> excuse me, .274, 21st. And uh, slugging percentage, they haven't... Come around yet in that category, Jamie. They're 27th in the league, or the .278.
1: What's their pitching language? Uh,
0: the rankings for pitching, surprisingly, so far, earned run right average uh, as a total, 3.33. They're 13th in the MLB out of 30 teams. Quality starts uh, ranked with three so far, making them 12th in the league. Uh, So the the Phillies starting pitching has been uh, pretty good in pitching overall.
1: Right. Yes, it has. Well, we'll see what happens today, Rich. Uh, Boy, what a boost it would be if they could sweep the Nationals.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see Ryan Howard get on the board with a home run. Yeah, I would uh, Or something like that. But (laughs) uh, we appreciate all of our listeners hanging in with the uh, Phillies Talk podcast. I wanted to let you know again about our patron page we'd like patreon you can become a patron there uh find the uh, blog post at fightinphillies.com where the show is at and you can donate to our show or we're, we're going to set up nice uh maybe a new host if we get some donations in there and uh, we'd like to invite you if you're a long-time listener you'd like to listen to the show jimmy and i talk about phillies uh god we've been doing this about seven years now jim yeah so funny. uh if you're a long time listener, jump aboard five bucks a month or two bucks a month, a dollar a month, whatever you want to throw at us. And we're going to plow that right back into the show with possibly a new hosting service, uh, give us some more, uh, exposure on the internet, that sort of thing. Maybe even, uh, go out to a ball game. So, uh, we'd like to thank you for listening and your continued sponsorship would be greatly appreciated.
1: All right, but you know what, and uh, this this is fun. Uh, sometimes I am, but it it's like a roller coaster. Though. When they're going good, we love doing it. And when they're going, but yeah, they're they're playing well. Uh, we're optimistic, but we you know we they're they're not going to be selling World Series tickets anytime soon. But uh, you know, a five hundred season, Rich, would be a good season, don't you think?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, we can't wait to join you on the next show. As Jimmy said, the uh, Phillies by then will have the New York Series behind them and be over in D.C. facing the Nets. So, Jimmy, we'll talk to everyone next week. been a pleasure to do the show with you, and we'll talk to uh, all of our listeners next week.
1: All right, we'll talk to you later. There, now the first baseline. It's a base hit. Kicks off the sidewall. Ruiz coming around third. The throw from Harper is not in time. Yes. Oduble Herrera has won it with his first Major League hit. It's a walk-off winner.